Welcome to the first Esoterra Nerd Short. Well, that isn't like a public service announcement or a call for donations for someone's medical expenses. This was just um, a fratter had asked me some questions this morning, and I responded, and in the end I decided to uh, take my half of the conversation since I was speaking into my phone and uh, eh, just make a, a, a short little episode out of it. So here it is. I might have to re-listen to that episode to find out exactly what you're referring to. Um, but a dream with friends. Now, the only thing that comes to mind was when I was in kindergarten or first grade, I had a dream where there were friends there. And I was telling them, hey, don't you guys know this is a dream? And they were saying, no, it's not. But then the next day when I went to school and say, said, hey, do you remember having a dream you know, about me? They were like, no. So, yeah, nothing really out of the ordinary. The other dream with friends that I might have mentioned was also, you know, I mean, you never know. I've heard people speculate that time just works totally differently on the astral plane. So if you dream with someone, it may be that they just aren't remembering it. You're with them on another level. Maybe for them it happened in the future or the past. Or maybe it's just them in your head. I think that's actually the most likely, just as a you know, grandson of a scientist um, on my mom's side. But anyway, um, okay. So the other one was I was flying with my buddy Chris and my buddy Leslie. And the the takeaway was that I was flying more successfully. I was flying with more confidence. I was flying higher and faster than I'd ever flown before. And when I woke up, I realized that it was the sense of having people with me that gave me that strength. I know that there are people who speak with great conviction and authority about these things and, um, you know, say it's definitely like this. Uh, but I, I, uh, I don't know, you know, um, it may be that we never have an experience other than the experience of making shit up in our head. And sometimes it's a very clear, lucid, uh, picture of what we remember the actual physical space that we live in looking like. Now that, of course, you know, doesn't explain in, in there's a book, there's a book called journeys out of the body where they were doing experiments where supposedly this guy was able to go into the next room, see a a series of numbers and then go back into his body and then tell uh, the people doing the experiment what the numbers were. That said, that was something I read in a book, not an experience that I had. So I still can't help but file it under the category of uh, maybe, uh, you know, kind of a skeptical um, subcategory. So I don't know. I mean, certainly if part of us is remaining in the body and part of us is leaving the body, I don't know the percentages. Um, You know, I mean, it's a it's a big question because it kind of also is very closely related to the question, when the brain dies, uh, does the being cease to exist the way that it does when we go to deep sleep? Um, and the answer is, I don't know. You know, I mean, they, they've made religions and done all kinds of things to try to convince people that they should breathe easy because they have an immortal soul. What rings more true for me personally, and that's all this is, is just what rings more true for me personally, is the idea um, 
that is more easily recognizable in the uh, kind of the Eastern idea of Atman or the great self. So the great self of the universe is and is conscious and sometimes is conscious as a cat and sometimes is conscious as a human. And sometimes right now it's conscious as you and I having this conversation. And when we're done being Brandon and Edward, then we will still be because we already are that, that great self. And uh, so then the question of dreams and astral projection becomes a different question. It's a question of Atman at play within the imagery in my mind. You know, the, the Lon Milo Duquette got pretty far out. Like, I, I, I kind of relate with where he's coming from. It's too easy to just dismiss um, what he says when he says it's all in your head. You just have no idea how big your head is. Like, he's being poetic and making a point and a metaphor. So, yeah, what he was saying is that the Akashic record, the DNA, you know, the all of this stuff is all very much related. So if we pop up again in another body and it's us, then uh, that might be where that's coming from. But I, I, I don't know. You know, it may be that that when Edward and Brandon are gone, you know, there might be some other people out there and we're them, but we're not exclusively them the way that we're currently exclusively us. Like looking at what happens when a body decomposes and it returns to the earth. So if it's like that, if it's really as above, so below, then if you set someone on fire to speed up the process, um, the the them that had been located in a body interacting as a separate self with other separate selves and leaving a legacy then becomes ash and dust blowing in the wind. Um, so if we locate ourself in our ego, like in our solar plexus, or, or in our root chakra, or anywhere in those lower chakras, the idea of um, becoming one with the infinite is a little bit terrifying and just sounds basically the same as ceasing to exist. Um, but in the higher chakras, we're already one with everything. So like in the high, in the, between the third eye and the crown, when we say ata and we draw the line connecting the crown to the third eye, we're connecting separate self with with limitless self, with um, divine self. So in the chakra system, of course, the crown chakra is the, is the thousand-petaled lotus, which is the great self, which is the, the, the sound the universe makes, the om being the sound the universe makes just by humming along, just by doing what it does. And it you know, pre-existed before the Big Bang and will continue to exist forever. So when I sort of allow myself to merge into that like a drop into the ocean, then I, I feel great relief. When I was younger, like 12, I was very focused on whether me as a separate self, because it was taken for granted that my immortal soul would just reincarnate and reincarnate and keep on going, and then maybe eventually become an angel, like they say, in Gardnerian Wicca or something, or a god. But it eventually was just very empty and shallow and depressing to like play it out. There's certain twilight zones that explore the idea of what if you actually got everything you wanted, then what would you ask for? Well, I'd want a challenge. And Alan Watts goes into that too. Um, so it's the not knowing that actually is the benefit of being here in this world is to be able to ask these questions and not have the answers. And, um, the, uh, what I was saying before was 
when I was young and I was focused on wanting to astral project, I basically just wanted to have superpowers. I wanted, you know, I didn't, I, I, I gradually, when I was five, six, seven, eight, I was gradually like, okay, so I'm not really going to be Superman because I, you know, I'm not really going to be Batman. I don't have the money. Maybe I could be astral projection man. Maybe I could, you know, know things that people were like, how did he know that? And, uh, it eventually was just very empty and shallow and depressing to like play it out. There's certain twilight zones that explore the idea of what if you actually got everything you wanted. Eventually I just sort of, I guess that just sort of wore off. I just stopped being so focused on that as a goal and gradually came into a sense of, um, you know, lucid awakeness. So rather than being like, how do I ask to project? How do I lucid dream? The question then becomes, how do I stop asking questions and be in the present moment and be, um, be present in silence with the present moment unfolding and witness it in its totality. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, if you don't drink and you don't smoke weed, um, you know, for a couple days, then the, the dreams get real vivid. And I don't know where the line is between dreaming and astral projection.